you're looking crafty. You could make a raft out of pencils and foam. You sure looking happy. Hello. Hello. And welcome to episode Who Has Any Idea of the Stitchcraft Podcast. <laughs> us guessing is no longer a fun thing for anybody else but us. <laughs> yeah, I I would say that I have some, like, maybe it's 38, maybe it's 39, but, you know, it'll be correct. We'll, we will correct ourselves later, because you know what? No one's perfect. No one. All right. I feel like <laughs> Not I'm even like, us. <laughs> not even us are perfect, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need to get really close to compensate for the microphone thing that we were talking about earlier. <laughs> and now I just want to say, near, far. <laughs> Again, which is a Grover reference from Sesame Street. <laughs> Al and I, you know, despite doing this podcast for, you know, over 30 episodes, we still, every single time, discuss our microphones. <laughs> but, I mean... I'm happy with my microphone, but I think you've never really settled on anything you wanted to change to, so we just keep sticking with your phone, and <laughs> it works, you know. There's something very stubborn about me that I just understood. Okay, so there's um, there's just one just stubborn one. something. Everyone else says I'm so easygoing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your laughter is too strong. Your laughter is too strong. No. <laughs> um, That's good. Okay. I mean, you're you're you you are open-minded. <laughs> you are open to new experiences. I'm open-minded as long as you agree with me. <laughs> I'm open, and I'm open to new experiences if you're already there. <laughs> I ain't dragging nobody. <laughs> Okay, sorry guys. This is uh, this has been a moment of sweet reflection with my sister, and uh, we we can get on with the show. Yes. Drinking today? What's in your cup? I am drinking. So it's funny that you should uh, reference our childhood right up at the top of the episode with uh, Sesame Street, um, because I am drinking a beer that is inspired by another very very um, big element at least in my childhood, but I think yours as well. Mm. Um, so my one of my local breweries that I've mentioned on this podcast many, many times is a Big Grove Brewery. And for the, I don't know what I would say, like the months of January and February, I don't really know what the season was. But uh, at the beginning of this year, they started a series called uh, Hazier Things, which they've done before. Mm-hmm. But this time... Um, hazier things just really, oh, wow, did it really work for me. Um, your face, I know no one can see your face, but they also couldn't see your fist raised to the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it's working for me. Um, so far, the previous, um, it, so they basically did um, hazy IPAs, and they released them two at a time, and they released two, I want to say, like, every two to three weeks, so it wasn't like they were releasing, like, boom, 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 but it was, like, couple releases side by side a little while couple releases side by side wait a little while so the first two that were released together were f- uh, inspired by season one so it was static and I think hazy Christmas message it was like the Christmas lights yeah in reference to the Christmas lights um and in case anybody listening um has 
not watch Stranger Things. Um, I'm going to try to avoid any spoilers, um, but I will be making references to things that are in the show, which you have to in order to understand what the Hazier Things beer series is. So, um, so yeah, the first were Static and uh, Hazy Christmas Chat. That's what it was, Hazy Christmas Chat. And then the second release side by side was Dart and okay. Justice for Barb. <gasps> they named it Justice for Barb. Yes. Oh, that is so great. Sorry, Justice for Barb. Yes. <laughs> and the the art on the front. So all the art is uh, a plain black label with red and white um, pictures on it. So it's very simple, very, very simple. And the one that was Justice for Barb is just a diving board with a pair of glasses on it. And I was like, oh. That just, oh, you painted the pictures, and I'm so glad they made that. That's their, their image for it. That's perfect. And I went out and bought a four-pack. I'm trying not to overbuy things in general, like in all of life, not just beers. Um, so I went out and I bought one four pack and all of their releases were mixed four packs. So you got two of one and two of the other. And I immediately regret not getting more of Justice for Barb because number one, it is delicious. And number two, everybody else loves the idea of Justice for Barb as well. So oh. it disappeared. That shit gone. <laughs> yep. Joke goes fast. So. Yep. Um, and then the most recent release was uh, the last two the last duo, and it was Starcourt Mall, and the one that I'm drinking today, Yes. Never Ending Story. <gasps> oh. I know. When that show had the Never Ending Story theme song on it, I was, I was sitting there watching it with my husband, and I immediately turned to him and sang way louder than was appropriate <laughs> directly into his ear. All of the words. He was like, how do you know all the words? I was like, how don't you know all the words? Why are we married? <laughs> how, do we, how are we even friends? I feel like when people get married, they should definitely have a test of like, how much do you know me? And this is one of those moments where I'm like, how do you got from this? How do you not know? It's not even just like, do you know me? But how do you not know this? Like, how even you if you had never met me, you should know all the words to the Never Ending Story theme song. All awesome. of I'm amazed at the idea that, yeah, for the stuff that he's into and, like, the world of his nostalgia, how did this one slip through? I mean, like, he's definitely seen the movie and he's definitely into it. It's just, like, the theme song passed mm. by somehow. Which I makes my head clear as a bell. Right? And it's probably been 15 years since you saw that movie, but it makes no difference. Doesn't matter. I can see the characters. I hear the story. I can see the credits. Like, I betray you. <laughs> oh, well, thank That is a wonderful windup and display of your beer. This is amazing. Um, and so the art on this one, which I also really love, um, and this is not going to ruin anything for anybody, but if you've seen the show, you will appreciate this. What's on the front, um, the art on the front is a CB radio that says Dusty Bun on it. <laughs> and so the description on the back says, uh, Sultana hops bring juicy flavors of pineapple, citrus, and pine. And I agree. Find, <laughs> find the Susie Poo to your dusty bun and share a never-ending story. 
Just know this isn't the end, friends. As always, it's a cliffhanger to something even bigger. Oh, oh it's it's so much fun. Someone is having so much fun at Big Grove. I can't deal. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Can I just tell you, I love it when people give a fuck. Like, I really love going to grocery stores and seeing the uh, produce beautifully stacked. I'm like, oh, man, look at you giving a fuck. This is great. I love going to breweries where people make these back stories and funny-ass names. I'm into it. Totally, 100% into it. <laughs> There's so little opportunity in life to have fun. Why should I say that? I think it's so bad. I love it when people do it. I love it when they make it so that we all enjoy it. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, what are you having? Well, because I'm drinking one, and because I haven't read the can very well, I went and put, pulled another one out to make sure I didn't spill it all over myself like an idiot. <laughs> it's tall boy, so that was really going to hurt me. Um, so I'm having, it is Tin Whiskers Brewing, which is in St. Paul, Minnesota. I've never bought their beer before, but Tin Whiskers, it's got a little robot as their, as their icon. Very I, cute. What's that? Yeah, it's super cute. I kind of thought it was going to be a cat. But here I am, just right the minute I said Tin Whiskers, I was like, it's a metal cat. But no, it's it's a cute little robot monster. That's cool. Work. Um, <laughs> working on a bridge is what it looks like. Anyways, um, this is their Blueberry Wheat Stone Bridge, um, which is a blueberry wheat ale. And it is sweet and delicious. And yeah, it's Tin Whiskers out of St. Paul. I've never bought any of their stuff. I've never gone to their brewery. But I was in St. Paul this weekend, and I did not realize that the place kind of shuts down a little early, because mm. it's just, um, it's a, you know, it's the capital of Minnesota. So there's a lot of, like, a lot of businesses downtown, and a lot of, like, political offices and things like that. But it just, like, empties out by 5 o'clock. And I was there this weekend, and I was like, oh, I found this place to be, like, raging. It's not. It's just not. People are there for happy hours on weekdays, and then on the weekends, it's fun, but it's not, like, wild. And uh, the brewery's all kind of closed really early. <laughs> so oh. I was like, well, it's 9 o'clock. I guess I'm not seeing anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> whoops, better plan again next time. But um, I did see, a like, a, a scattering of them all in the same area of the, of the map. So I do kind of want to do a bit of a crawl one day when I have, um, you know, non-icy weather. So yeah. Don't lose my teeth. And then two, um, warm enough weather that I can also like wander around and not feel like I have to take a lift everywhere because that costs money. But um, anyways, yes, it's in whiskers. It's really good. It's really tasty. I love wheat ears. I love sweet ears. I love little sugar in the tank. I know that's not what the phrase means, sugar in the tank means, but I <laughs> enjoy saying that because it's funny and I'm going to take it back that way. Okay. Um, <laughs> someone out there is like, pretty happy. Well, and it, it sort of feels like spring is starting, so it's appropriate to have a little more fruit in your beer. Mm-hmm. So I do like having a little bit more fruit in my beer. I feel like I'm not a big stout or like porter drinker. Whenever I see those beers, I always think of the wintertime, and they're just not my jam. They're just mm-hmm. not a lot of, and admittedly, I'm a volume drinker, so I need... I need the drinks. Oh, don't <laughs> said that. <laughs> but um, I know who I am. It's a size queen, I guess. <laughs> it's like a lot of volume. 
<laughs> I'm going to welcome everyone back to the podcast because it sounds like I've entered another dimension called um, using a microphone. And <laughs> it's a, hopefully this is a little clearer. We were just having some technical issues, you know. Some some mercury and lemonade problems. Uh, I love saying mercury's in Gatorade or lemonade. It's my favorite. Actually, I just in love this case, mercury was in Haterade. It, it was, was absolute Haterade. It was not playing with us today. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. My my audio might have been real shit before that. But we're but, back. You know, we'll, we'll include the parts that sound good and um if you're listening you probably didn't hear anything that sounded that garbage because hopefully i edited it out yay, yay! let's go <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's go ahead on what are you working on uh, i am working on i'm almost done with my diesis sweater Ooh. so I know, I'm so excited. Just in time for it to be springtime and way know, too I warm to like... wear it. <laughs> I well, do this shit to myself every year, though. But hold on, don't get mad at yourself. This is the Midwest, and I've, if I've learned anything about being back these last two years, March is a, it's a shit show. Like, you and will it's have... going to snow in April. <laughs> it's going to snow in April. And, you know, that shit happens. So just you hold out. I'm still buying cold weather stuff. Fuck that. <laughs> Go yeah, on. Me too. Um, so I am... So I've Ooh. all done with the body. So I got the the neck, the body. I'm all done with, I don't actually know if this is the left arm or the right arm, but one of the arms. Mm-hmm. And this sweater mm-hmm. does actually have a front and a back because there are short rows in the back neck so that it comes up high enough on the back of your neck that it like, you know, looks like it matches yep. on the front and the back. Um, and then here's arm two. Ooh. So I have probably. Uh, five or six inches left of cuff and then I just have to go back in and like you know even the ends and I will be done and I'm so excited that I mean that's like a week's work of work if less yeah it's really not that bad um wow we might be able to see it gang she might be posting it soon. No pressure or anything. Well, I won't. I definitely won't finish it um, before posting this podcast because I'm interested in getting this podcast up soon. But yes. it will be it will be soon after that. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that is that's the big thing that I'm working on. And then um, I went to go visit a friend in um, Texas in Fort Worth who also likes. Um, Yarncraft, she does uh, weaving, actually. Um, so she and I um, hung out and did some some crafty shopping, and I'll share the things that I bought because, of course, I was trying not to buy very much, so I bought a lot. Um, <laughs> Sorry. What am I going to do? I will highlight the yarn shop that we went to because it is entirely their fault that I bought things that I <laughs> had no intention of buying when I went in there. But wow, was it a lovely place. Um, awesome. But yeah, on the way. So on the plane there and back, um, because, of course, Valentine's Day was over, I decided to make hearts. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Island, Valentine's Day. You know that Outcast song, Valentine's Day? Every 14th of the month. Mm. It's kind of cute. I like that. I'll stick with that. I'll take that. Um, So I started taking um, 
the advent calendar that I bought for myself for Christmas from uh, Stitch Together Studios, which is a, a local indie dyer from Marion, Iowa. So she released a an advent calendar that I bought as a birthday present for myself last July. But of course, you know, it's advent, so I got it at Christmas. Um, and she just had um, these little mini skeins of her hand-dyed yarns in these really lovely speckled colors. Mm-hmm. They had great names like Berry Blast and Draculust and things like that. So I picked out all the ones that had um, pink, purple tones in them. And I crocheted little wow. hearts by holding them double. Oh, my gosh. Those are beautiful. We'll have to just take a photo of that for our post. Yeah. So sweet. And I love that you can see the crochet so clearly in the yeah. center. That's beautiful. Yeah. There's a I part of me thinking. that wants to meme on that and starch it so it stays flat. <laughs> well, I, I'll meme on the my, shit out of that. Plan. It. Okay. You're going to starch it. Good. Yeah. Because I do want it to stay in shape because otherwise it kind of looks sort of like a, I don't know, sort of like a three leaf clover, which isn't really quite the look I'm after. Um, this is a free pattern on Ravelry that I will tag on our Instagram, but it's a little crochet heart. And I, I tried making it with just a single, uh, like with the yarn held single, and mm -hmm. I couldn't get a crochet hook tiny enough that it ac I actually liked the way that it came out. So I started holding it double and I like it much better. It's just, it's it denser. Yeah. 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 It looks more full. Um, yeah. So that's the other thing I'm working on. Um, that's because wonderful. I just thought they were, I found that pattern. I thought they were very cute. And I thought, well, at no point in my life am I ever not going to want a stockpile of little hearts that I can either use as Valentine's or bunting at a yes. party or something like that. So adorable. Yes. Um, uh, no, I agree with you. Hearts are kind of uh, seasonless. Mm -hmm. And I used a heart the other day when I was wrapping up a birthday gift for somebody. I used one of my wool heart valentines I had left over from two years ago, yeah. and I used that um, on the package. They were so excited, <laughs> and I was like, "Go, oh, glad you like it. It's great. They're cute. They're cute. Everyone wants a heart. I like it. It's that and stars. And unfortunately, I've made uh, stuffed stars before that I turned into a bunting, and um, it was Toby. Toby, I'm gonna need you to like take it down a notch. Thanks so much. Okay. <laughs> She's having a day today. <laughs> yeah, I can understand. Mercury's uh, in retrograde for dogs too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. So the, um, the stuffed star bunting that I made before was really, really cute, but it's very fiddly. And I was not in the mood for fiddly. I wanted something where I could just crochet it up and it would be fun the whole way and not annoying at any point and this these little hearts worked out really well for that um That's awesome they're beautiful yeah. Yeah, how long so did it take is... you to do one uh hmm maybe maybe 30 minutes okay it helps that just gives me an idea because i kept wanting to crochet or knit hearts that one year mm -hmm. and i everyone knows i do 200 valentines a year so this was that would be a hundred hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long time. It's a long time. I mean, you could probably do a less elaborate one. And the other thing is that I don't, um, 
I don't crochet very fast. And I don't actually knit particularly quickly either. Like it's just, it's not something that I, I, I don't value the speed necessarily, if that makes sense. Like it's not important to me to be speedy. Um, yeah. I, I think if I were making money off of it or if I had a project that I was trying to like finish in a set period of time, my attitude would probably change. Um, but since I don't do this to make money, um, I haven't really worked, and particularly with, in terms of crochet, I have not worked on getting more efficient at it. Like crochet itself feels faster than knitting. Sure um, does, yeah. But because I don't crochet very often, I find myself often, um, when I'm making something, I look at it and I'm like, oh, I didn't, I don't quite like the tension on that. So I rip it out and redo it. So like each heart, every single heart that I made, I ripped back at some point because I didn't quite like the decision I made or I didn't quite like the tension that I was holding it at. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just from lack of practice. It's not because the pattern say, is hard. You don't crochet a ton. I don't, no. Versus like, I mean, I take this back. You crochet way more than me. <laughs> but I would say that, you know, proportionally, it's probably like less than 10% of your time yes. is crocheting versus knitting. Absolutely. It's definitely on the order of like, I make a crochet project maximum two times a year. Maximum. Wow. Everything else is knitting. Well, uh, I, I dig. I yeah. dig. Uh, what are you working on? Well, I have a couple things to talk about. Um, I'll talk about my Valentine's that I did make this year. Because mm -hmm. I finally, we didn't talk about it on the last show because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but what you chose to do was so cute. And I have gotten, I've gotten a lot of really great responses to my Valentine's every year. Um, and actually, I said I'd make 200. This Did I do 200 this year? I can't remember now. It's going it, to, it, it's going to be a, a bunch. It was a bunch. I would say it's actually probably like more like 150 I made this year. But um, I've lowered my, <laughs> I lowered my allowance list just because these were glass bottles. And I was like, I can't ship this around the world very easily. <laughs> so, um, nonetheless, what I did this year was emergency sprinkles. So I went to, um, a specialty store to find little special types of sprinkles and I got heart shapes. I got like a red and pink mix. I got a, a bunch of stuff and I bought these little, like, I think it is a hundred milliliters. I'm trying to think of like the size of this. I don't think that's a hundred dollars. Uh, no, 10 milliliters. Maybe that's the word I'm thinking of. I got 10 milliliters. Yes. It's 10, 10 milliliters. Yes. Yep. You guys. That is a 10 mil size. This is the problem being American. I just added a zero, took a zero away. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I don't know. What's Everyone happening. else knows what's going on, but the Americans. Um, sorry. <laughs> this is, this is a problem. Anyways. So it's a 10 milliliter glass bottle I got on Amazon. I know I shouldn't be buying from Amazon, but here we are. And, um, but I got to fill them up with sprinkles for everybody, and I attached little hearts and um, and with red thread, and just said emergency sprinkles. And the things that I get back from people, like everyone is like, I got a cupcake, and it had no sprinkles. I'm so glad I had my emergency sprinkles on it. Like, wait a goddamn second, just let me throw this on. <laughs> and I've gotten so many good things, and like even the people, like especially dudes, dudes don't always feel like they can enjoy sprinkles, which I'm like, eat shit and die. I know you love sprinkles, so don't act like you don't. Who doesn't love sprinkles? Exactly. And, and like, oh. what, what degree has toxic masculinity reached in this world <laughs> when some dude is like, I don't, I don't feel like I can get excited about sprinkles. It's like, don't let other people's ideas ruin your life. 
Well, my my favorite part of that is just like, you're just you're gonna give away your joy. You're really gonna give this away to your niece? Fuck you! You didn't deserve this in the first place. And but I love that you know some guys they were into it. They were like ice cream on it, pancakes. Let's do it. Like they were just like yep 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 on it. And you know when you look at like some places like Starbucks and stuff that put like tons of whipped cream on their drinks, and I was like, you at work? You having a shitty day? Can you look at that whipped cream on top of your drink, and then you just little sprinkles on top, just. A little sprinkle, a little sprinkle. But um, I heard from the uh, another person, um, my friend Kevin. He'd give I given one to him as well as to his girlfriend Nicole. And I guess he was suggesting that they go and get something to put the sprinkles on. And she was like, "No, these are emergency sprinkles. You save them for an emergency. Like we wait. <laughs> when the time is right, it will be the time." <laughs> and I was, I'm just dying at how many people have been like, "I finally found my emergency." The sprinkles came into came into play, so it was really sweet. Um, so yeah, I've I feel like this one is it was a good one. However, my best my best turnouts have been like things you can wear. The pins have been the best. I've had people come up to me that don't know me who have asked for them. So that's usually the sign of like that was a good Valentine. That was a good one. Well, and they are I think um, they're displayable, right? Like the emergency sprinkles. I, at, actually, at my house, they are on display. <laughs> well, I was like, leave it at your desk. You don't know when you're going to get a, a cupcake that needs it. Yeah. So at our house, um, we received two, like, me and my husband each got one emergency sprinkles. And we got one uh, Dunkin' Donuts Valentine. Which oh, that's right. I, got I Dunk- absolutely I love. I don't. I got to give a shout out to Dunkin' Donuts because I was in L.A. at the time and I was going. And I'm sorry to interrupt just to give it some context. I went to Dunkin' Donuts every day because it was across the street from my hotel. And people who know me know I love Dunkin' Donuts, but that was like a, it's an East Coast thing. And it's, you just go there and you get your regular and you also get to say, I want coffee with sugar and cream. And that's it. And they know exactly how to make it. And it's perfect. It's, oh, it's fucking fantastic. I went every single day. And then on the last day I was in LA, they put out those Valentines. And I was like, oh my God, can I have one? Can I have a sheet of these Valentines? And they were like, take as many as you want. We're just going to throw them away at the end of the week. And so I took as many as I could. <laughs> that and a, that is a good move. It was a good move. And I, I grabbed like a stack and I was like, are you sure? And she was like, yeah. Cause they, no one's going to take mean it. Cause I am going to take, them. I'm going to do it. And they were so crafty and fucking funny. Like whoever's at Dunkin' Donuts working on marketing, you win, you get a raise immediately. Like they were so good. Like, Valentine, you're full of surprises. And I'm like, <laughs> jelly donut. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I think we got we got a chocolate frosted and a Boston cream pie. Oh. And mm-hmm. I loved them. They were so cute. <laughs> they, and they, they just have that feel of like the Valentines that you gave everybody in class when you were a little kid. When Valentines exactly. were not about like spending an insane amount of money because somebody told you that you were expected to take somebody out for a really fancy dinner, but it was just like, Hey pal, I think you're great. And I just enjoy your company. And it was, ah, I loved it. Was the, the Boston cream one, the one that says, thanks for not sugarcoating things. Ooh. That was my favorite. That was my favorite out of the stack. It's okay. Don't worry. No, no rush. But I, I love that. Doesn't ring a bell. I want to say that that was probably like, the cake, the old fashioned cake donut, probably. 
No, it, it had sugar all over it. But oh. the, I'm sorry, I'm talking way too much about these Dunkin' Donuts ones. But they did great. They were like, really they, good. They had one that was glazed. I was like, I'm glazy for you. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's great. And then, like, there was one that was, like, chocolate on chocolate. It was chocolate-covered chocolate donut. And it was like, we're better together. <laughs> and I was like, I'm dying. They were so fucking good. I just want to give a raise to that person in marketing who was like, we're going to make some delicious Valentines. And they're going to get people excited. More people, I, I could, you know, it's half and half. People love the cards and they also love the sprinkles. But it was all of her Dunkin' Donuts. So it was pretty great. Well, um, so I thought was really cool about your Valentines is just that visually they were really beautiful. Like the that little glass jar and the sprinkle because like you had like you said different styles of sprinkles that all looked really cool together so it just yeah. it's a nice package. thank you well and I just thought to myself if I got the glass and metal lid jar which I'm going to shake so you can all y'all can hear it but I was like this is a great thing for people to use when they travel they could put their meds in there they could put like their toothpaste um I was about to say I'm going to put my toothpaste I know you there. would you could drill a hole in it and put some floss in there. Shit. But mm-hmm. I was excited that I got something that wasn't garbage. You know? Yeah. Yep. So that was like my my main goal. And I joked with somebody. I was like, y'all could, you know, smoke a, a portion of a joint and then put the rest in here. It's perfect. Save perfect. it for later. Waste not water. Right? And then I'll tell you one last project I'm working on. I spent a lot of time talking about that. My friend Lisa, she is one of my favorite people, we have to interview her for the show because she is a machine knitter. Ooh, so, uh, I've yeah, never tried she, that, but it's so, it's, so she's tempting. got a, she's got a room set up in her house for it and they made a Murphy bed so that they could keep it out. And then when the people stay over, they drop the Murphy bed. Like she's the craftiest bitch of all time. I love her so much. Anyways. That's awesome. So she was shopping at a thrift store, um, for whatever reason. And she found some really adorable overalls for our friend, uh, my friend Emily's baby, Harvey. And she came up to me. She's like, I need your help. I was like, what's up? And she's like, there's a rip on this pocket. And it's not really functional because it's a toddler. (laughs) Like no one worries about it. But she's like, do you want to add a little cute visible mending? Because she and I send each other visible mending back and forth all the time. The visible mending on Instagram is so good. Oh, if you can follow hash, like, I mean, we tell everybody all the time about like, how you need to go out of your way on Instagram to find the right things. Mm-hmm. And also not just the right things, but also to like open your horizons because Instagram will just show you more of you versus mm-hmm. you got to dig for something else. And um, the visible mending is a hashtag I follow all the time. And I love all the things I see. I see like plastic chairs being mended. I've seen, I saw a teapot Ooh. today get mended with plastic. Like the handle was breaking off. So someone like reattached it. I was like, this is fucking cool. But anyways, Oh, that is a brilliant idea. It was, yeah, I just love following the visible mending um, hashtag on Instagram. You never know what you're going to get. So I'm 100% doing that right now while you talk about (laughs) your project. So I'm going to go ahead and mend up this little pocket. Because, again, it's a toddler. He's only going to have it for, like, three months maybe if we're lucky. So I have a couple ideas in place. I kind of want to do star embroidery on the Mm -hmm. pocket as well before before I reattach it. So we'll see. It's a little coin pocket. You barely see it, but I'm like, let's just make it a little more special. So oh, absolutely. So that is my other project. I'm trying to think. I've been doing a lot of tarot card reading. I had a very funny story today. Um, I went to brunch today with uh, two girlfriends. One was the first time I'm meeting, and they're all kind of in the same 
mind space as me. And I started reading tarot cards while at brunch and the whole restaurant staff came by and they're like, can you read for us? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And this, I was like, you know, I, I normally charge a little bit, but this one girl, our, our waitress, she was amazing. This woman named Sherry, but she was like, look, I really want to get a reading with you guys, but I'm working and someone needs you a lot more right now. And I was like, okay. And then she had this girl come over and sit down gave her a reading and then she went and told the whole staff about it <laughs> and now they're all texting me <laughs> but I, I'm laughing because as I was leaving we'd been there for like two and a half hours for brunch the manager comes up, and also if anyone here has ever worked service industry you know that people at brunch are pieces of shit because they stay for yeah. hours and they, they don't stay for spend, hours and they do not spend enough money to no. make up the difference. They, they, you are literally losing money paying and taking care of people for brunch right because you're not flipping tables fast enough yeah. Yeah. all this stuff but they wouldn't kick us out and I kept we kept ordering stuff like I we didn't want to be rude or anything but um the manager of the restaurant came over she's like I just want to come over and let you know that I really love what you're doing and you you've really the staff is all all the talk about it and she's like I just want to let you know that you really made that one girl's day and thank you so much for sharing your gift and how long have you been doing it and I was like wow wow I literally was just reading tarot cards for my friends and I did not expect like the manager to come over and all these other things and like it was just such a I've never been to this place it was in Bloomington which is like 20 minutes south of the cities so I was like, I don't know where I am and why everyone likes this, but here we are. <laughs> so, well, I just really love the idea that like you could be doing something that you enjoy and it brings joy to somebody else. That's lovely. It is. It's really. It's. I think. Um, I think people fear tarot cards because they think of like, in the movies, like you're gonna die or like you're gonna do stuff. But I'm like, it's just introspection, the same way you'd read like the Bible passage that you love or. Maybe you read a really great book, a nonfiction or a, a fiction book. that you really love. Yeah, it could be anything that reminds you to change your mind, mm-hmm. like just to give yourself perspective. But yes, yeah, so the tarot card reading thing has been really taking up a lot of my time recently in a good way. But it does take away from crafting time. Well, <laughs> it, I, I wouldn't say that it takes away, right? Like you, I, I think sometimes about like the stuff that I do that like, um, like I do cross-stitch, right? And I'm very slow, very, very slow at cross-stitch. And the pieces that I produce are very tiny and I have no idea what I'm gonna do with them. And I could think about it as like taking away from my knitting time, but it's just another branch of how I want to use my mind and my creativity. So I wouldn't yeah. say like nothing takes away from anything else um, unless it's taking away from you. Like if it's taking away from your energy, if it's taking away from your, um, your creativity, then you could probably, then you could talk about it taking away from, but if it's just another branch of you or of you trying to explore the world and invite it into your life, like I don't see how that's taking away. Good perspective. Are you a walking tarot card? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I am no. a psychiatrist, and some people think that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, um, that's a great perspective. That's a very good point. Like, you only have so much energy as a person. Mm-hmm. So when you divide your time, it's not wasteful. It's just how you decide to express yourself or express that that energy, right? So very good point. Oh, and, that's you know, lovely. Sometimes, sometimes the things that you do make you feel tired, but if it's something that you knew was the right thing to do or was a good thing to do or it was like 
giving of yourself to somebody else something that um, that they really needed in that moment, like that's not taking away. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Island. I know like the whole podcast is hearing our sisterly moments where we're mm-hmm. just like, oh, but thank you. Mm. I was just talking about how you're my best friend today. It was great. You are <laughs> how my different best we are. Friend. You are my best friend, even though I tried to kill you when we were younger. Uh, I also was not nice to you when we were younger. <laughs> <laughs> but you got scars. Mine are just mental. It's totally different. <laughs> I only have the one scar. No, I have a broken tooth and a scar. Both yeah. of those things were things that were not, you were not angry though when those happened. Was the scar, I know the broken tooth was because we were dancing to Whitney Houston going to dance with somebody. That is correct. <laughs> I will never forget it because you definitely hit it on my glasses. <laughs> by, the way, I, by the way, gang, I have a chipped tooth too and we both refused to correct them. <laughs> The hillbilly in us is still strong. It's still, <laughs> still up there. Not hillbillies, we're rednecks. Oh, excuse You're me. From right. flat we're, not, we're from flat places. We're rednecks. Um, but you got to stay humble. You can't be this beautiful all the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I wanted to ask before we get too distracted. Sure. Um, you should mention your Instagram for your tarot. Because I don't think you've mentioned that on the podcast before. Uh. I guess I haven't. No, I haven't. Um, it's Miranda Tarot. Um, so it's Miranda Tarot, and uh, that's how y'all can find me. It was Miss Miranda Tarot, but I felt like the handle got a little long. Mm. And at the end of the day, like people who are looking for me are gonna look up Miranda first. So I was Fair. like, let's just regroup it. My mom used to call me Miss Miranda, so. It, it's funny, like even my my ex in laws still call me Miss Miranda. People who see me at work, they're like Miss Miranda, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. But I realized that that sounds like tarot queen lady, and I'm like, that's not kind of where I was going with it. But here I am. <laughs> so Miranda Tarot is my account, and you're welcome to holler at me. I have my prices on my um, on the bio, so you're welcome. But I, I have some great decks, and I'm really I do videos. So when I do readings for people, I do video. Um, and I send it to you so that you can listen to me laugh and make mistakes and it's great versus just like a photo and text. So mm-hmm. a lot of people have told me that they like listening to it and be able to come back to it and like watch it in live time kind of thing. So cool. it's cool. I yeah. like it. Nice. Just getting ready for my retirement. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'm going to retire when I'm 55. <laughs> oh, I'm into that early retirement. Those are some goals. That's what, that's what them goals are. Um, well, let's get on to gold stars. Or if you don't mind, could you mind if I break into my gold star kind of early? I do not mind. Feel free. Okay. Well, I, or do we have the same gold star? I, if we do, I will have, I will find another one. I have many things in front of me that make me happy. So you go first. And if we have the same one, I will find it. Oh, one. oh I have two gold stars. Oh, so you go first. Then you go first. You hit it. Okay, so uh, my gold star goes to the yarn shop that I was taken to by my lovely friend Katie, who is the weaver that I was telling you about. Um, So she took me to a place in uh, Fort Worth called West Seventh Wool. And West Seventh Wool is a cool little shop that... um, like the front part of the shop is, you know, a standard yarn shop, like has many, many yarns. 
and then in the back has a teaching space. And I didn't go into the teaching space because I, I didn't think in advance to book a class, um, but they were teaching actively while I was there. Um, the front part of the store is really awesome because it, it I don't know, it's just, it, I don't know how to describe it except to say that it's organized by the weight of yarn that you want, which is very cool, right? Like that makes mm-hmm. it easy to like locate, locate the thing that you want. Right. But the other thing they have, which I've seen more yarn shops doing, is they have a local section. So the local <gasps> nice. section is separate from all of the rest of the stuff. So, so the stuff they have that is um, not from Texas is a selection of things that like my heart had yearned to see in person, but that I hadn't been able to like um, Life in the Long Grass, which is a British company. And I never knew what Life in the Long Grass meant. And Pat was like, it's a golf joke. Like, Is it? Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. that. If you're in the long grass, it means that you hit outside where you're supposed to hit. Oh, that is adorable. And I thank you. Thank you, cool husband, for knowing that and to share that. Because yeah. <laughs> you and I would have never figured it out. Uh, no, no. I was like, life in the long grass. Like, you go into a field and dance. You're in the long grass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they had that. They had a bunch of really beautiful, like, Manos del Uruguay. They had... Um, wool in the gang they had all these kinds of cool things but on the texas wall they had a bunch of stuff that i'd never seen before plus madeline tosh so madeline tosh is a very famous company you love they her. Are yeah. based in texas and i i freaking love pretty much everything they do Sorry, um, i say I, her but them yes well yes, yes it, yeah um so uh, i decided that i was not gonna buy madeline tosh because i have already had Madeline Tosh stuff before and I know that I love it. I had to try something new. So um, I decided to get a skein of a uh, a company called Savvy Skeins. And we were talking about um, people who like give a shit and like put some creativity into what they're doing. And indie dyers do this um, routinely. So uh, Savvy Skeins has their little tagline says cleverly dyed yarns and I decided to get um, their optimum DK what's that mean versus DK oh I optimum is just the name that they give their oh okay sorry because like I know what DK is oh double knitting so it's like a sort of medium weight it's sort of an all-purpose Wait. I just didn't realize if optimum was like a, this says so much about me not being a knitter where I was like, Oh, is this a certain kind of DK? But never mind. <laughs> no, but I love the idea that it's called optimum DK. Like it's the optimum weight, right? Like you can do something that is slightly lighter weight. Like you don't have to live in the frozen tundra to get some use out of this. Um, but if you do live in the frozen tundra, you could hold it double and get a really mm-hmm. nice bulky weight out of it. Um, but the DK is just like this perfect in between. Uh, and it is a uh, it's a super wash merino so you could use it for anything Mm -hmm. baby stuff adult stuff whatever Um, and the color is just this lovely it's a natural uh, ivory with red and burgundy and dark purple I don't know if it gets all the way to a black Um, and it's called tattooed lady and I was like oh (gasps) Oh, that's a great, <laughs> that's a great I name. I love it. That's great. Um, so I got that and 
um, I was chatting with, um, I actually ended up chatting with both of the owners, but I didn't know what was happening at the time because, uh, you know, they didn't declare themselves as the owners. They were just like right. sociable people hanging out. Um, but it's, I think a husband and wife team that own it. Um, and they were just like really sociable and they obviously knew their shop really well. And they were talking about this, uh, fiber festival called DFW that I've actually heard about before from one of the other podcasts that I listened to um, called um, Prairie Girls Knit and Spin. And one of the women on that has gone to DFW before um, and was talking about how great it was. I don't think I'll be able to go back for that particular uh, fiber festival, but it sounded awesome. Um, and then the other thing that I bought there that I was super excited about is I, I bought Making Magazine for the first Ooh. time. I've never so seen that. I've heard about it before, but I've never seen it. And um, it is a magazine that covers so many different kinds of making. Um, so I think it's by a, I think it was started by a knitter that I am familiar with, Carrie Bostwick Hoge, but um, it doesn't just do knitting. Yeah, it's Carrie Bostwick Hoge, um, Ashley Usling. Cecily Glowick McDonald, um, and a lot of people that like, if you're a, a knitter, you'll know some of them. And then if you do other types of crafts, you'll know other people. Um, but the copy or the edition that I picked up, the issue that I picked up is called, um, number eight forest. It's beautiful. The front it, of it. Oh my God. You have no idea. It has, uh, patterns for making, um, like doing embroidery. Knitting. Wow. Um, I just didn't expect it to be beyond knit. So that's actually very cool. I mean, it said making. Right. Oh, so I got super hyped about these, which are overalls. Wow. Overalls. So it's got sewing patterns. Um, and you got that new sewing machine. Well, it's an old sewing machine, but it's new to me. It's, it's new to you and it's from her mom. So it's kind of yeah. adorable. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I think the thing that probably, um, really made this particular one stick out to me the most is that uh, this just, I think, shows my ignorance, but this is the first time that I've ever seen a printed publication um, that talks about a land acknowledgement. Um, so what they say is that a land acknowledgement is a formal statement that gives recognition and respect to the ind indigenous peoples as traditional stewards of the land. And they talk about all the places that they took uh, all the photos for oh. the issue mm -hmm. um, and the the people who live there, uh, both who live there now and who live there traditionally and sort of um, their relationship to those places. And they actually, um, at the end of this intro, they say that they've compiled a list of books, links and other resources um, where you could learn more about the tribes, land and history of the places where you live and travel. Um, which I'm super excited about because I've always kind of struggled to figure out where to get that information. Um, mm -hmm. Because sometimes it's not readily available when you Google it. Like if you don't Google the right terms, you might not get the right information. So um, I will post the link on our Instagram feed because I was super excited to learn about that. That's wonderful. Yeah. That so, makes me really happy. Yeah. So thank you West seventh wolf for um, bringing so much goodness into my life. That's wonderful. That's a great shop. It is. That's a woke shop. I like it. <laughs> How go. about you? Where's your gold star going? 
Okay, so I have two gold stars, but I think you and I have a shared gold star at the end. We do. So that's really what, I'll start with one, which is that, I, I don't think I've given a gold star to them yet, but a friend of mine, his name's Keith, he is a baker here in town. Is this sounding familiar? Nope. Okay. So I was like, wait, tell me if I'm wrong. But um, he's a baker here in Minneapolis, and he's just launched his brand, Bread Co., and he is making bread to order and macaroons and other like cookies and other drinks. He's just an amazing baker. He's not a baker full time. It's in his family. They used to be bakers, um, which is awesome. But he's now just like doing it as a side hustle, not even a side hustle, a side passion is really what it is. And he's one of those people that have like, upon having a delicious bread with like all just with all the, the yumminess and like the thought and create like creativity that goes into it that it's changed my mornings. So I, and I have a loaf for you still in my freezer of his Gruyere loaf, which it's so good. I was drunk the other night and I almost took a slice out and I knew better and I put it right back. Don't spit your drink out. Anyways, um, (laughs) I got a little, a little hungry and I was like, no, no, put it back, put it back. And he's like, man, I'll just make you another loaf. And I was like, no, bought it. I'm going to do my thing. But he does so many cool things. And I just love that there's, he can launch a brand on Instagram and get traction from it and get orders from it. And I just love this, this moment in time where we are. So my gold star goes to him starting his brand and like launching it through yeah. Instagram, but also it's just, it's an incredible time to be alive where people are just reaching out and meeting people and getting services for things so much faster in such a direct way. I know that like living in a small town, you know, 300 years ago, you know, your baker, but this is someone who has a normal job. And he just happens to be really good at it and be really creative in how he approaches it. So I'm loving it. It's so good. And every time he posts bread photos, it is hard. It's really hard for me. Because <laughs> I'm just like, damn it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bad news. I'm bad news when it comes to it. But it's it's just really great to see someone do something great. So yeah, um, yeah that was one of my gold stars. It's just I'm excited for his brand and I'm excited to eat more bread. I know that's not everyone's thing. I know some people can't, but I was just like, yes, especially because like, you know, there's something that happens when you go to grocery stores and you buy, it's not that the bread is bad at grocery stores, but there is a commonality mm. that happens that, you know, you may not get difference. You might not get difference from one grocery store to the other because there's a lot of common, bre- uh, ba- not breweries, but bakeries amongst them. They mm. might be branded differently, but it's also to make for a common palate. Mm-hmm. Versus like going to specialty bakeries, you're really going to find different things. And I feel like that's just something that's been so much more important to me recently is like getting out and trying new things and to seeing what makes someone else's recipe so much more important or their sourdough starter is clearly got a different bite to it than yeah. someone else's. Yeah. So I do love that. And then my second gold star, I think it just needs to be a platinum star at this point. It's a platinum star. star. It's a platinum star. God dang it. It's a supernova. Um, Champagne supernova. Um, I'm just kidding. Don't spit your drink out. Um, (laughs) So we're giving a big shout out because you and I both got a lovely note from a listener, um, Victoria in New Zealand. And she was so personable and just took the time to write such a lovely note about our podcast, but also that she got back into knitting. Um, and And she likes knitting and crocheting, but it's just it kind of reawakened her want to do those things. And I just was so impressed by 
what she had to say. And also she talked a lot about um, makers of color and how our podcast kind of helped um, show the, the faults in the algorithm of Instagram and that if you're not looking for it, you won't find it. Um, and so she's, she even shared with us some new people that we hadn't heard of yet. So I was just so impressed and she's just, she's a delight and I'm so glad she reached out. Also people reach out to us whenever you want. Um, we get notes, but like this one really like it rocked us in a good way. Well, and I think, I think what I really loved about it was exactly what you said, this, um, this sharing of other things that she had found that we hadn't seen yet. So, um, there is, uh, an, uh, a maker name, uh, whose handle is the bright bloom and, she she uh, sews, and I am not a sewer, but yes. when I, <laughs> when, I yeah. look, oh, when I look at her feed, suddenly I'm like, oh, but I could probably figure out how to do it right. Um, so the thing that um, the Bright Blooms posted that I was really excited about was a pattern called the Wilder Dress. Um, and so she had made several of them, but the wilder dress is by, what's it called? The Friday, the Friday pattern company in California, Friday pattern company. So the wilder dress is this beautiful dress that has, um, raglan sleeves and a tie neck, which I, I love a tie neck and the dress (laughs) itself is, um, really modular. So you can make it with multiple, um, tiers but they aren't like they aren't like petticoat tiers it's like there is uh there there there's not a flounce to it is is how i would describe it's it. a prairie i would say it's prairie style where it's yes. connected it's yes, connected it's connected tiers but not yeah. separate tiers yes and so um the bright blooms made the full length version which i think has two tiers for the skirt and then the blouse part and then the tie neck and the pattern can be made that way or it can be made with a single tier or there's a modification to make just a blouse version. And I think the blouse version is the one that I'd be really excited about because I just, I'm not a big skirt wearer and particularly in science, it's kind of hard if you're in a lab to wear skirts because um, it just makes, it can make it difficult for you to get around. Um, totally for work. I get it. Right. Yeah. It, well, I mean, if you if you make the skirt big enough then it's not a problem. Um, but if your skirt is a little more narrow or you seam it not quite the right way, it can be a little more awkward. Um, but I just love the tie neck. I thought the whole thing was awesome. I thought it looked awesome on her. And I just, I just, just like you, I loved that, um, that Victoria brought things to our attention that we also hadn't known about before. So thank you so much. That was the best. Just it was, it was great. Um, she also sent out another one that um, I'm really excited that we we followed Im- immediately was Detroit Knots, um, who has incredible choices of yarn. They're beautiful. Um, she's an artist. She's like a, a knitter. But I really loved the shots that she took on her Instagram of the color uses because I'm not a huge fan of like, just to be honest, I'm not a huge fan of variegated yarns that like change color over time. Variegated yarns are hard to use to their best effect. But this I girl. Think. This person, Detroit Knits, uh, Detroit Knots, rather, Detroit Knots, she's made them, like, mirror. She did a mirror effect on a couple of pieces. Ooh. And I was just like, dang, that is so cool. 
Like she just really Very used fun. those yarns to their best limit. So I was just, I was impressed by her. Her color choices and her posts are just beautiful. So Victoria, thank you for reaching out and telling us about some cool stuff. Like there's so much more stuff going on that you also told us, and I'm I just so thankful. I'm just so grateful for this craft community and a global community that Instagram again has helped us have. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. That is everything. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, If you have, uh, you know, Instagram accounts that you would like to share with us, either your own or somebody else's, please do. We would love to see them. Uh, You can find us on Instagram as Stitchcraft Sisters. Um, We also are on stitchcraftsisters.com, which is where you'll find all the show notes. Um, and we do have a group on Ravelry that is the Stitchcraft podcast, but I think at this point, really, Instagram is where we have it most of our activity. Our magic happens there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also because Instagram is a lovely platform that allows us to tag everybody, we'll be tagging, as per usual, if you're not already aware of it, but we tag everybody that we mention um, on the podcast in our posts. And we'll also be sure to tag Victoria in it because she's just awesome. And she's working on some cool stuff. So, yeah. Um, Yeah. And if at any point you guys have uh, comments, corrections, um, you know, constructive criticism, we would really love to hear it. Instagram is a fine place for it. Um, And feedback's a gift. I, I, (laughs) I welcome all of it. I welcome all of it because I think that that's one, as much as like internet trolls suck, um, what what I really love is that the internet gives you the possibility and Instagram gives you the possibility of learning from other people and learning about stuff that it would have been um, a challenge for you to figure out on your own. So I I welcome all of that. So yeah, if you have anything that you'd like to say to us, please do. Into it. I'm into it. All right. Well, take care, everybody. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye.